Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, and wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Arshad Goods. He is a lyricist with a unique approach to rap and hip-hop. Backtrap describes his music, an original, rich, sonic fusion that is sophisticated and reminiscent of the greats. Woo-hoo. That was amazing. I don't know who wrote that, but that sounded great. Someone wrote it, and I took it off of something from somewhere and kind of reworked it so, you know, we could have a nice, quick, concise way of explaining you because we're going to talk about all you for the rest of this. You might have to introduce me in shows from now on. (laughs) All right. It's on. (laughs) And I I will wear these shoes because they're very hip-hop worthy, right? And and they're weatherproof. And they're weatherproof. (laughs) Well, thank you for being here. So tell me, okay, I have to, you need to educate me on Backtrap. Backtrap is um, something that started with uh, a friend of mine who was also a rapper named Tino. Um, like maybe our first or second session we had together, uh, we were just talking about like a sound for our music um, because we didn't think it was like too many other things. And we realized that we both like, we like Backpack, which is like this almost like, a, you might say like conscious rap or like the, the metaphysical, lyrical, like people who really? kind of do all that kind There's of stuff. There's a thing like that? Yeah, so oh, back, backpackers cool. is the thing. Um, but we we still like trap stuff in the sense of we like 808s to knock. We wanted to, we like most of our friends played a whole bunch of Gucci Mane or something like that. So, I mean, we still like had a, a feel for like making your car shake when listening to music or just like the, the feeling uh, of bass. Gotcha. So it was like a fusion of those two things, back trap. Um, so it's like Kanye meets... I don't know so who's somebody from the South, uh, UGK Lama. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the metaphysical end of things. <laughs> but yeah, Kanye and the Dalai Lama would be an interesting. That would be thing. Yeah, yeah that, I'm not sure what that would. <laughs> Maybe be, that wouldn't be a good idea. Perhaps <laughs> Kanye would probably like that. I'm sure. So okay, thank you because I was just wondering. I mean, there's so many different types of music out there nowadays it's it's confusing and i thought okay what does this mean even so thank you so tell me about the metaphysical end of it i mean oh when i was saying that that was like me being like a rapper that would do a whole bunch of like isical risical like it was just an example of that type of rapping okay Um, gotcha i really didn't mean metaphysical in that moment really so if i listen i won't like have i won't transcend you might you might you (laughs) just might (laughs) I am into like metaphysics. Okay, well, yeah, so am I. You know, I I don't lead with it. I'm kind of woo-woo in very many ways, but you know, there's there is a place for it. People that 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 think it's too like ooh, and I'm like, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it isn't real. Definitely, you know, it's a feeling and a and it's just you know, it's fun because then you get to really freak your brain out, right? Yeah, or other people. Uh, yeah, and there you go. <laughs> I like having like awkward moments with people, so sometimes <laughs> talking you wanna, about... Should we have an awkward moment right now? Let's just try it. All right. Um, wait, we did good. Yeah, that was I nice. that was a good awkward moment. <laughs> do you know how to do the thing? Like, can you make one of your eyebrows go up instead of the other one? Well, mine are kind of drawn on. Can, can you tell? Got you. Well, no, you can do it. I can't. Like, I try to do this a lot, but I can't make... It ends up just being a weird scrunch on my face. But I don't know that it, I sat around like, I really got to work on this eyebrow thing. Which makes me mad because most people seem to do it naturally 
or I don't like when but the rock was popular. And people have like, why do you want to do it when you're singing? Like you're thinking, if I could do the eyebrow up thing right now, this rap would have so much more significance. Ah, uh, or at least maybe like a a picture, like someone might be like he was onto something if like, I did that. But you see, I still can't uh, get like this one up. Like the knowledgeable guy, like hello, I am all knowing because exactly. I can do the eyebrow thing. <laughs> that or the whistling, I can't whistle. My daughter literally has been working on whistling. Has it, she got it down yet? Well, she's it's it's getting there, but it bothered her that she couldn't do it, and so now she goes through the house working on whistling. I commend her. I gave up a while <laughs> ago, you? but I commend I commend your daughter. So I so I'm guessing we aren't going to hear any kind of music that has whistling in the background. That would be you. No. I try like it. It just becomes this rush of air that kind of has no. That's kind of what my daughter. Yes. Maybe we need a whistling anonymous group. That would be great. Wag. Because people laugh at me. I definitely have <laughs> friends that laugh at me because I can't whistle or that I can't well, do the eyebrow. But thing. you're extremely good at rapping. I am. So I you've think got so. that yeah. to fall back on. That's what I should do. When they say that, I'll just start rapping and make them feel bad. There you go. Do a rap about how whistling is so not cool. It's overrated. It's, what do you need to whistle for? Yeah. <laughs> no one wants you to do it, so just stop. But rapping, they want me to do. Exactly. I like, so tell I like me about you your think. music. I mean, th- I love this story, and I want you to tell the story about when you decided I'm committing to this. Oh, okay. How early are we going back? Do you want me to just kind of? I think you should choose whichever day uh, you wish. Okay. Um. So when I came back to St. Louis, um, I was I was in Indiana, and I kind of just I don't technically know if I got my master's all the way because I like. Finished all my coursework. <laughs> you don't know? Like, was there a walking across the stage and degree at some when point? When I say I finished my last class, I was already packed and ready to go. I left the next day. I had a really? party with friends that night, and le- I wanted to leave so bad. Yeah. Like, I'm done with this. I didn't give them any kind of updated information for me. So if I get any kind of anything, it's going to an apartment that who knows lives in right now. Oh, my gosh. This is commitment. Right there. <laughs> well, I mean, I just wanted to leave. That was, I got that was you. The main thing. I got you. You can like call them someday if you need it. Like, I'm sure. Hey, yeah. kind of need like, <laughs> credentials need or something. Um, but I came home. Um, was working with my father. Um, and studying for the what is it? The GMAT. Okay. Uh, I think that's the business school one. I don't know. Sure. I have no idea. Yeah. But I'm going to go with that. Cool. We'll go with that. Um, And I made a list of 25 things I wanted to do before I turned 25, one of which was record a project, Um, just for my ears, really, not really for anyone else. And in the midst of that, I recorded a voice memo on like a Evo or something, whatever phone was popular back then. And <laughs> I, think um, I forgot about the Evo. The Evo was supposed to be the iPhone killer. Ah, it, it got it yeah, didn't, didn't work. work. Didn't work. <laughs> but uh, I got an iPhone right after. But um, yeah, I recorded a voice memo and I sent it to my sister and my my, my best friend. Um, my sister hit me back maybe within like an hour and was like, "Oh, that sounds great. You know, cool." I was like, "All right, I feel good about myself right? a little bit." And this then, is a good sign. Yeah. Then my friend didn't. It's like. Five hours go by, six hours go by, seven hours go by. And usually when you send something with somebody, like you want an immediate response almost. Um, right. And then maybe nine or 10 hours later, he hit me back and he was like, um, Yo, I've, been, I've been listening to this like nonstop, man. You really have something to say. Oh, um, cool. And I still didn't take it serious then. I was like, okay, I'll rap, but I'm still going to like study for this GMAT because rappers don't make money. <laughs> um, and then I saw the Batman movie. Um, and when he was in like this 
prison that was like underground, like, um, and the only way you got out basically was climbing up out this well. It almost looked like, uh, but they would put a rope on, and then if you fail that way, and it was like almost like a ceremony type thing, like you, everyone would watch in the prison. So they would you put on a rope, and then you try to climb up and get out of this thing. Um, and every time people did this, they would fall. I mean, the rope would catch them. Oh, Maybe they have a bruise or gotcha. something like that. But, you know, you live to climb again, so to speak. Um, but apparently there was one person that got out of this prison before. It was like a kid, they say. So Batman is Batman. He's Batman. Like, he's supposed to be able to do this. Um, Can't he fly up there? <laughs> That's Superman, isn't it? <laughs> Superman. I don't think Batman can fly. Sorry, Batman. Forgot forgot your skill set. He forgives you, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> but he's, he talks to an old man there that's been in the prison the whole time, and he's like, well, how do, I, how do I get out of this? How do I climb out? And he says, you must do it like the kid did with no rope. And that spoke volumes to me. Um, I, I was somebody who had some degrees to fall back on, got decent job offers. Um, and I was even still, my friend said, you should do music. It's like, oh, I'll do it, but I'm also going to do this kind of thing. And that spoke to me so much that I said, okay, if I'm going to do this, there can't be any rope. There's no plan B. It's just succeed this or die. So the next day I, I maxed out a guitar center credit card. And since then I've been doing music. I love it. No High five on that. No rope. No We're going to take a quick break. We will be right back with Arshad Goods. Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and I'm the owner of 100th Monkey Media. 100th Monkey Media specializes in affordable and very effective social media solutions for the small to medium-sized business. Our goal is to create a social media presence that shows off who you are, what you do, and delivers brand loyalty and raving fans. Contact us today to learn what 100th Monkey Media can do for you. 636-789-1776 or visit 100thmm.com. That's 636-789-1776 or 100thmm.com. Hi, you are back listening to Mishmash and I am talking to Arshad Goods and we are, we're going to rap now. No, we're, no, we're, you don't want me to rap. No, I I have no clue how to even, I mean, it would be kind of like twinkle, twinkle, little star. I think is is about the best I can. <laughs> if you say it aggressively enough, it could work maybe. Oh, I, I could get some aggressive. Yeah, if you really mean it, you, I think that could work. Kind of bring out that evil mean side of me. <laughs> no, that's I can't not see right. you. Yeah, I can't. No, no you, you're way too nice. So let me ask you something. Um, I am always impressed that people can take an odd mix of words and make them actually sound, lyrically sound well together does that is that just natural in your head uh, I mean I think part of that is just um, growing up listening to music and a majority of that being rap well I mean actually I'll be honest growing up I couldn't listen to most rap my mom was super strict um, so I heard NPR probably way more than I heard <laughs> whatever radio station well, how about like music. Will Smith he was he never he rapped without no sorry well, I mean, no, Will Smith, like, summertime classic. Um, but I didn't, I wasn't listening to Will Smith as far as, like, I gotcha. who I want to look up to. Who are you thing. listening to? Um, let me think. My or who freshman. did you want to listen to? Sorry, Mom. Uh, <laughs> she let me listen to Tupac. So Tupac was, like, a huge influence for okay. me. Okay. Um, outside of that, uh, Outkast, that they were on my, f- like, my first concert was seeing Lauryn Hill and Outkast. Oh, um, really? Sixth grade. 
Yeah, I think that my sister took me to that show. But Outkast was a big influence. And then, like, by the time I got to high school, I became, like, a big Jay-Z and Nas fan. So studying, like, East Coast hip-hop and um, going back to, through their catalog. Um, Kanye, uh, that was probably, like, the biggest influences, I would say. Okay. Um, I'd listen to a lot of other music, but as far as people I studied and, like, oh, how did they do this? Um, those are the main ones. Jay-Z is really good with having like multiple layers to stuff, which mm -hmm. I, I try to always have at least three layers to anything I have. So explain layers. Um, so you have your just surface. So your casual listener that's going to hear this and just face value, what do they take this line as? Okay. And then you kind of have like the rapper element to it, which is like whatever the metaphor is in that. So that double meaning. Um, and then usually there's like a personal layer to that that you might only get when doing an interview or if I put out a book years down the line like no that's actually what i was talking about and that kind of thing oh my gosh i have like this huge new appreciation i, I mean now some people do freestyle and they might not have three layers to well, it. right 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 but the thoughtfulness that you're putting into what you're doing that's i mean that's really cool it's an art form yeah it's definitely i think hip-hop doesn't get um as much credit for actually being an art form um music in general sometimes i feel like that uh i i should a project I put, it should be looked at the same way that you look at a painting when you go to the museum or something like that. Like, that's the same amount of time. Well, I can't say the same amount of time, but a lot right. of time and energy and people and resources goes into to creating these things. And I've never had a kid, but for me, like, that's my child when, I, when I'm making music. Um, now, when I have a kid, I'm sure I'll have, I'll, I'll be like, no, it's nothing like the same thing. But, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that that... There's a lot to be said for that, you know, I mean, just like raising a kid, there's going to be a lot of thought that goes into that. So you're just putting a lot of thought into this one song at a time. Right. I think that's awesome. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. No problem. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> so tell me about your, your latest project. Um, well, Black Sun I only put out one project so far. It's just Black Sunday. Um, but we did do a re-release that we put online um, with some extra songs. Okay. Um, Black Sunday, for me, it was just supposed to be an introduction to people. Um, I had a hard time hitting up producers and being like, could you send me some beats? Because they'd be like, well, who are you and what have you done? Um, so it was kind of like, it was really just supposed to be yo, this is how I can get music and get people to take me seriously within right. the music community. Um and it turned out like some people liked it actually too. So it grew into something else that I wasn't expecting. But um, it was a project that it took about nine months to finish. Um, originally, I wanted it to be like uh, like this story. Um, but then Kendrick put out Good Kid, Mad City. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that because people are going to think that, that I was doing the, yeah, copying the same thing. Um, so then it became this like breakdown of... Um, Black Sun and Day. Uh, black being like, it, at first it was supposed to be like this kind of riding cool music. Um, something for like people from my neighborhood to kind of listen to. And even if they didn't catch all the words, like just to, to ride around kind of thing. Um, sun was, uh, you know, I'm melanated. So when the sun hits my skin, there's a certain connection with that. Um, so looking at relationships and love, most of it being like false perceptions of love. We're still talking about love in that section of the project. And then lastly, like day. So when you wake up, you see the sun outside. So it was like, that was the start of Fear No Man, which is me feeling like really confident and cocky and 
I'm the best rapper alive kind of thing. <laughs> but, you know, with each day, like the sun sets also. Um, so Marginalized Monday, which is the last track, was this uh, was this coming down and kind of like back to reality, looking at yourself, feeling insecure, this, this, that, just a, a life song. Um, and then it starts all over. Um, it's a big cycle. I look at everything as a cycle. I'm big on like duality and I probably have like two voices going at it all the time in my head. <laughs> really? Yeah. Doesn't get confusing? Sometimes. Sometimes it does. <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> Wait a minute. One at a time, please. <laughs> Let him I can't finish. write this yeah. down. <laughs> Definitely. That's, so we'll talk to that. Talk about the duality. I don't know why I'm obsessed with duality. It's always been a thing. Um, I mean, now, like, at being, at, like, sometimes we look at, we'll, like, look back at our lives, like, in some, like, third person kind of thing, and I can kind of put, piece things together better. Um, now I would say that I think I've been um, put in a lot of different circles um, and experienced a lot of different things for the sake of being able to relate to different groups of people. Um, so um, someone told me recently uh, that they understood that I was big on duality. They said, just make sure I'm not a living one. Um, so making sure that I'm just, I'm still one myself. Right. And, and not, it's not like some internal battle going on constantly, but still being able to make sure I can see different sides. Because I just want to bridge, to be honest. I just but I be think that's important because, you know, so it's really difficult. Like at, at one point in my life, you know, I was like, oh, I should, like I grew up Catholic and I thought oh, I should get back into my religion. And I tried. And I'm like, this just isn't working for me. And I think that the problem, I mean, I know one of the biggest problems I had with it is that my belief system would change according to the new knowledge that came in. Definitely. So I couldn't just be steady with this one belief system because I, you know, I think, or, or I'd start to want to see other sides. I go, but what if, you know, and, and I, and literally I went to, I, I never understood the Catholic religion I, because I figured out when I was in church, there for an hour and I wasn't super interested. So I, but I figured out, oh my gosh, you have this, this entire playground in my brain that I can play with. So I was always questioning things and freaking myself out with stuff. And, and I think that that's important to put yourself in a place where you can see other perspectives. Definitely. Definitely. That's uh, growth. Yeah. And that's becoming, that's like also being very open and then you can talk to anybody. Definitely. Right? Yeah. I feel like life is, um, if I want to get nerdy right now, like MP3s or anytime we like digitize audio, like we're basically sampling something coming in at some rapid rate and we're taking a whole bunch of points, right? And then right. we do like a best fit line to give you like this digitized version. And I kind of feel like truth, you know what I'm saying? I definitely believe there is an absolute truth. But as far as us interpreting that, I think you kind of have to try to take as many points to get a best fit line as possible. And I think you get those points from different perspectives from people. Um, so I definitely, I love listening to people and talking to new people because I'm getting another point on my truth line. Kind right. Of well, and, and it's it's so interesting to think I'm seeing this this way. And then another person comes in and says, well, I see it this way. And you're like, ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> Empathy is key. Empathy is key. Putting yourself Amen. in other I am so truth. with you on that. Oh my gosh, this is way too much fun. Okay, we are going to take another break and we will be right back with our shod goods. This is Mickey Hancock. Now's a good time to get a snack. My mom's going to do another commercial. 
If you're looking for an agency to help you with creating and publishing engaging content, launching campaigns, or reputation management, 100th Monkey Media is the social media agency for you. Make your business successful with its social media and get a real return from your investment. 100th Monkey Media is far more affordable than you may think, and we make it easy and impactful. Learn how 100th Monkey Media can help you on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and more. Contact us at 636-789-1776 or visit 100thmm.com. That's 636-789-1776 or visit 100thmm.com. And we are back with our shied goods. Okay, it's question time. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. So <clears throat> one of your videos has, there's cubicles are featured. Will you describe a cubicle for me? Like why cubicles? Why um, was that a part? I think it spoke to something. No, so that song I wrote actually while working like at a job in a cubicle. Um, so my, my dad has a business here. So we he let me actually he didn't let me. I told him <laughs> after that we shot a video in the office. So dad, I went to the office and <laughs> um but yeah, that was a big part of my life, like the breaking away from the corporate scene and really you know, that no rope thing that we talked about. Um, cubicles to me, uh, they're boxes. I don't like boxes. Boxes work for some people. Um, so I don't want to like... Well, exactly. Down anyone who, who works in a cubicle or anything like that. Um, make the best of your cubicle. I guess. <laughs> Put some cool pictures on it or something like that. Personalize it. But uh, yeah, cubicles, it's like, have you ever seen weeds? It reminds me of the little boxes. Oh, right, right, right. That boxes. hilarious song that they, that's so true. Ticky tacky. They use that word. Yeah. <laughs> I forget where. I it's, can't no, sing the song, but there. it's in there. Ticky tacky is in there. But yeah, that's kind of cubicles are like, if it was a neighborhood, like that we trunk it down into an office space and basically just put a whole bunch of little boxes. Gotcha. It's like cheap offices, really. Well, it's like, man, I wasn't worth my own office. Why can't I be that one over there with the window? Uh, exactly. You know, there was actually I worked um I worked in the corporate world for a while. I didn't work well there. It just didn't work with me. But I noticed at one point that all the managers, like we all had offices, but one wall of managers, which were like the vice president y kind of people, I noticed all their offices had like molding. That was like the defining factor that they had molding on their walls and that Therefore, there were the, that was the vice president type office. I'm like, that's just weird. Yeah. Petty, <laughs> Sorry, petty. I just couldn't. It just it just didn't work in my head. Yeah, hierarchy systems don't work. Yeah, for me. it just didn't work in my head. Okay, so um, you have Black Sunday. Yes. You have Marginalized Monday. Yeah. What's Tuesday? Huh. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, I think you need to keep going on with this. Tuesday. Tuesday, I might just need a drink. <laughs> Taco Tuesday is Taco what it might Tuesday. become. Lots of margaritas involved in that. Um, I like it. I yeah, like it. because the first two, is it was too much going on. I just needed to relax on Tuesday. You probably. could do like a whole week yeah. of Tuesday, songs. Tuesday would be the random party night, I think. All right. just Because usually people don't party on Tuesday. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, we just come up with something. Taco, I mean, the thing, Taco Tuesday is real here. Taco Tuesday is a thing. People go out and wake up late for work the next day because of Taco <laughs> Tuesday. So maybe Wednesday would be, I almost got fired today, kind of. Thing, or something like that. <laughs> almost fired Wednesday. <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. Can't wait till that album comes out. Got you. Soon. Coming soon. All right. In the St. Louis American, I was reading this. Um, it talks about how you want people to understand that you are a human being and that you have something to say. So so can you give, give me a sentence? What do you want to say as a human being? I mean, you've already said a lot of cool things. Um, I'm expecting you to say something cool again. Gosh, I, I, this is a <laughs> lot of pressure. I'm going to say... Uh, Trust your gut, and I, uh, I don't mean that in a, oh, man, this thought about it made me think of a random thought, though. Okay. Did you know that, all right, so it's two places that you have gray matter. A lot of it's in your brain, but the other part is in your stomach. This which is true. I never knew why the go with your gut instinct, like where that came from until like three weeks ago. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I like it, and you should. People, I don't, and, and you can you can become better with your intuition and trusting your gut, if you actually like work that muscle, if you will. I mean, so instead of ignoring it, like, eh, that doesn't make sense. A lot of times the things that don't make sense, you're actually supposed to do. And you won't understand that it made sense until maybe years later, yeah. but it'll come to you. You'll be like, oh, that's why I had to do that. Got it. She's got to trust it. Definitely, yeah. Someone said to me, um, the universe conspires for you to win when you become fearless. Ooh. And I think that's completely that's huge. true. And the universe loves you because even when you keep going, why is this happening to me? It's the universe going, fix it. <laughs> it is time to fix this. Yeah. How much longer are you going to keep dealing with this? You know? Yeah. So it's the universe's way of saying, you got something to heal here. Yeah, universe. Yeah, universe. So tell me, this is really exciting news that was just shared. Uh, with that Leon shared with us, and it is that you are poised to be the breakout artist 2017. The Riverfront Times said this. Tell me, did, like, what was that like? I was surprising. It was some pressure. I guess I felt a little bit, but um, it's it's always good to get any kind of publicity. Yeah, no, um, exactly. Especially if it's positive. Um, so I would I would rather that than 2017 artists that you should forget about kind of thing or anything like that. <laughs> Time to say goodbye. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful in that sense. Um, it's, it's nice to feel like I have support within the city. Um, and not just with publications, just with people in general, feeling like my music is connecting with people. So it lets me know I'm doing something right. I definitely critique myself very hard. So I feel like I have a lot of growth still to do. Um, but I'm grateful. That's the better. Well, the congratulations. I mean, that... That says a lot. I mean, and, and doesn't it feel like, okay, I'm in alignment. I'm doing what I should be doing, you know? And and so where have you played? Where Tell me tell me some of the places that people can, or where are you going to be playing? Um, as far as shows that are like set for this year, I think Earth Day Festival, um, which is like April, April 22nd or yeah, something April like that. Yeah, April 22nd. There's uh, some other stuff we're negotiating right now. We'll see if that works out. Uh but that's the only thing I think that is on the books for sure, for sure. Um, as far as previous shows, we just did a show Sunday, uh, which was like a live recording. Um, I don't want to say where at because okay. we're in a studio space and I'm going to respect this studio space. <laughs> um, but it was it was a cool turnout, like basically people viewing a live recording. Um, a oh. lot of people came out. It was a lot of drunk people. <laughs> which drunk drunk people are usually like was happier it fans. Taco Tuesday by nah, it, was not, <laughs> it was late on the Sunday. Oh, um, okay. But they made it a Tuesday. Tuesday Tuesdays can be any day, right? Um It's Tuesday somewhere, maybe. It's Tuesday somewhere. <laughs> 
I like that. Um, we're, I mean, we've yeah, we've done the bootleg. We've done Delmar Hall um, last year. Uh, we went out to Dallas and did something at the Profit Bar. Um, I've been out in L.A. Uh, I forgot which place I was at in L.A. Um, There's I'll... just a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, we, we've we've done a, a decent bit, especially in the city, at different venues. Blank Space. Um, I, I could keep going, but the plan right now is really to kind of break out and get to other cities and. and Hopefully I can have like a long list of you next time we talk. <laughs> well, and you have a website where people can go. Arshadgoods.com. A-R-S-H-A-D-G-O-O-D-S.com. <laughs> and is that your is that your is that a rap name or your is that your name name? That's my government middle name. Um it's actually hyphenated in real life. Okay. Uh, Goods is like my mother's last name. So they gotcha. threw that in my middle name. Um but I what's weird is I was searching for a rap name at first, like I'm not going to tell you some of the names we came up with that <laughs> were very typical rapper type things. I, I might have had Young in front of my name at some point. Who knows? Uh, but eventually, yeah, I don't know how I came to that. But it was like, oh, let's use my middle name. There you go. Yeah. Well, funny. thank you tons for being here. It was thank you. so fun to talk to you. Hopefully you have me back one day. I totally will. I mean, so when you're like big and famous, I can be like, hey, come my podcast again yeah you have to give me a dope <laughs> introduction like you did i you know that i will i totally will well thank you arshad goods thank you so much for being here Thanks i appreciate me. your time <laughs> thank you all for listening to mishmash podcast find us on itunes and please subscribe everybody have an awesome one bye <laughs>